Coming to you from deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode, Cross Currents in Early Electronic Music, Italy, Part 1. This is Tom Holmes. Welcome to the Archive of Electronic Music. Continuing our geographic excursion on cross-currents in early electronic music, this episode focuses on classic tape music from Italy from the 1950s to 1970. The key studio in Italy was the institution set up by the National Broadcasting System, the RAI Studio di Fonologia Musicale in Milan. This studio was known for inviting composers from many countries to practice their composition with electronic music on magnetic tape. People including American John Cage, Belgian Henri Poussur, and Swedish composer Bengt Habreas were among these established composers who did some experimental work at the RAI at the invitation of the studio's founders Luciano Berio and Bruno Maderna. But I want to focus on the works of key Italian composers that took place during this important period in the history of electronic music and will feature tape pieces especially by Berio, Maderna, Luigi Nono, and the sound designer and engineer of the studio, Marino Zucchieri. Every studio seemed to have its resident genius engineer, and in Zucchieri, the RAI was no exception. It is actually the case that many composers, including Berio, Cage, Maderna, and Nono, often shared credit with Zucchieri for the electronic realization of their works. We will also hear a work credited solely to Zucchietti himself, as he was often asked to provide electronic scores for radio, television, film, and exhibitions. In this case, the Montreal Expo 67. In earlier cross-current episodes, I presented the electronic music created on tape at the GRM Studios in Paris, famous for its music concrete and the WDR studio in Cologne, famous for its electronic signal generation. The RAI studio in Italy was also run by a state broadcasting system, but there was no dogma around how music could be composed or the sounds of which it consisted. Instead, what we hear in this episode is the steady evolution of sounds and works, from short to long, often focusing on a singular theme or experiment, and often imbued with the characteristic beauty of Italian classical music. 
There was certainly some operatic drama and a great emphasis on using the voice as a sound source for modifying on tape. This output was so rich that I've needed to divide this episode into two parts. This part will feature the works from the state-sponsored RAI Studio. The next episode in the series will feature works of three independent studios from the same era. One run by Pietro Grossi in Florence, one by Teresa Rampazzi in Padua, and one by Inori Zafiri in Turin. Each of the studios in Paris, Cologne, and Milan had their particular setups for creating electronic music. There was the audio desk in Paris. Then there was the lab of tape contraptions for making loops and modifying sounds in Cologne. And then there was the setup in Milan. From its beginning, the studio in Milan was built around six custom rack-mounted cabinets, all integrated into a mixing panel. The desk where musicians worked was equipped with an equalizer to help mix the sound. The racks consisted of audio generators, including nine sine wave oscillators, one white noise generator and one pulse generator. Then there were the racks of sound modifying equipment, such as plate reverb, octave filters, high pass filters, low pass filters, variable band pass filters, and then ring and amplitude modulators. What the setup represented was a starting point for every composer, and I think this enabled them to focus on the composition rather than engineering the sounds. Perhaps this is why there is a kind of common sound palette associated with the works created at the RAI. See if you can recognize the metallic clanging, the softly billowing sine waves, the abrupt interruptions of white noise, and the haunting, almost horn-like sounds of audio signals run through filters and reverb. For the electronic musician, Visiting the RAI studio was a bit like stepping inside a ready-made instrument with endless permutations of sound possibilities. Listen to the whole of these works and try to recognize similarities in the kinds of sounds being used. You will be experiencing the imprint of the great RAI studio. It closed in 1983, but is now preserved in the Museum of Musical Instruments in Milan. Okay, let's get started with Cross Currents in Early Electronic Music, Italy, Part 1, an historic look at electronic music composed for magnetic tape on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. Thank you. 
spiegare come succeda e perché succeda è anche difficile sorprenderlo scoprirlo parlo naturalmente di quel minuto o di quell'ora o di quel secondo non importa in cui ad ogni nuovo risveglio di mattino la città si ritrova tutta improvvisamente e con sorpresa coperta dal silenzio i grandi portoni scuri delle case popolari e della pensione compiacente si sono appena chiusi, già quasi senza rumore, dietro la bicicletta assonnata dell'ultima guardia notturna. Allora, sulle strade miracolosamente deserte della città addormentata, scende l'attesa. fantasma di una remota campana il silenzio 
con piccoli passi di gatto percorre Milano scorre veloce lungo i viali divenuti troppo grandi della periferia si infila esultante sotto i portici ancora sonori e inutili scivola compiaciuto fra una banca e una chiesa per le strade, i vicoli e le piazze del centro attraversa a balzi la galleria evitando con cura i costrutti geometrici delle sedie abbandonate dei tavolini gira e gira ancora attorno ai tigli agli ipocastani, ai cedri del Libano, ai tassi e alle magnoglie dei giardini superstiti fra gli antichi palazzi cola nei cortili popolari bagnati di fango notturno penetra più prepotente della nebbia, della pioggia e del sole nelle officine ombrose d'assurdi fantasmi di nafte ed antracite stretti in veli di tela cerata nei corridoi paurosi degli uffici abbandonati nelle osterie pesanti di vino perenne di fiato nei tram allineati in rimessa grevi ancora di sudore e di piedi accaldati il silenzio si impadronisce senza violenza della città inconsapevole spegne con un soffio gelato le ultime voci ormai pallide e opache il grido della civetta sul tetto antico di San Simpliciano il fischio remoto di un treno sperduto in uno scalo alle soglie della città i sogni agitati di sospiri degli adolescenti le parole difficili e dure di un tardivo mercato d'amore gli alterchi degli ubriachi il pianto angoscioso dei lattanti negletti l'estremo saluto degli amanti per un minuto o un'ora o un secondo non importa la città smarrisce nel tacere inspiegabile d'ogni voce anche il senso e il peso e la dimensione della sua terribile esistenza sonora sul pulsare segreto e interiore del suo ritmo biologico inarcata e tesa fin quasi a spezzarsi in ogni minima particella dell'aria la città aspetta Un'altra giornata, un'altra giornata, un'altra giornata. segretamente atteso, profondo respiro animale, verdi strutture sonore e riflessi incancellabili di case e di sogni. ambizioni preparano nel cuore dell'ingranaggio l'esaltato clamore della nuova giornata.
Le voci soltanto si spengono alla meta lontana di un solitario capolinea alle soglie della grande pianura.
Tessa,
Varfakal Rakai
listening to Cross Currents in Early Electronic Music, Italy, Part 1, on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes.
operaio!
dire?
città!
Yeah. <laughs> 
tre.
Oh, my God. 
There you have it. I hope you enjoyed Cross Currents in Early Electronic Music, Italy, Part 1, an historic look at electronic music composed for magnetic tape on the archive of electronic music. This is Tom Holmes. Details about all of the music can be found in the playlist on the podcast website. Please check out my blog for the Bob Moog Foundation. There's a link on the website. A transcript of notes for the program are found on my blog, Noise and Notations, located at tomholmes.com. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, perhaps you might want to read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge in print or as an ebook. I also have a book about sound art, also published by Routledge. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to explore our library of past episodes. They span many genres, technologies, and artists associated with electronic music and include earlier episodes of this Cross Currents series. And it's all inspired by vintage recordings from my archives. So long for now from the Archive of Electronic Music. All of the music heard on this podcast is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to thehomesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at tomholmes.com. So long from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. (laughs) 